Hello, and welcome to Women in Retail Talks, the podcast where C-suite executive women in the retail space share their stories of professional growth, leadership development, personal journeys, and more. I'm Marie Albajez at Women in Retail Leadership Circle, a membership-based community of executive women at leading retailers and brands. Today, I am thrilled to be joined by Cheryl Mills-Knight, the Senior Vice President of Brand and Culture at Kendra Scott, the Austin-based jewelry company. In this episode, we're discussing how Cheryl launched what became Kendra Scott's in-house marketing team, the biggest changes that she's seen at the company, and how she views the importance of teaching and mentorship. So Cheryl, thank you so much for joining me today. It is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to get into this conversation. So I know a lot of people know Kendra Scott's story and how she got started, but what I think people don't know and what I didn't know is that you were one of the the very first people that she brought on board just a few years after really starting the company. Now you started in 2005. So walk us through kind of what you were brought on to do. So yes, I joined the company in 2005, two and a half years after Kendra had started the business. I came in as the first marketing hire. So I came in to do the graphic design and the photography and the line lists. At the time, in pretty much any wholesale Um, request because at the time we were a wholesale only business. So we were moving really fast as is the nature of the fashion industry. And we were creating and Kendra wanted to keep that momentum. And she knew that she couldn't always have call an agency and have them do the work. And so she was like, I need to bring this in-house so we can make some quick pivots and moves. And thus I joined. Walk us through from then until now, how you were able to move up within the company. Obviously, you had to make some hires. What did all of that look like? I I love this. And it's also like condense it your 17 years in a a short uh, statement. Well, yes, please. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for asking. But it's been a journey without a doubt. So when I came in, I was a one woman show. I came in a self-taught graphic designer, photographer, even a jewelry designer. Uh, And it was an opportunity for me to merge all of my loves into one place with a steady paycheck. Um, At the time, we were very small, uh, very, very grassroots, just again, uh, dreaming big, but not necessarily knowing exactly where we wanted to go other than become successful and grow. So... For those first eight years, it was a lot of test and learn and test and learn. Um, uh, we, we did everything from have opportunities of being a private label for Oscar de la Renta to design his runway collection for 2006 Spring Runway, which is amazing. It was actually my first project when I came on. First day on the job, that was my first request from Kendra was to put a presentation together, which was extraordinary that we got it. Um, But even besides that, it was like, how can we build our business and figure out who we are and what we what we wanted to accomplish in the world? So it was a lot of iterations, iterations on how we were presenting ourselves uh, from a logo and development perspective, finding our voice. And and then everything started to shift around that 2008, 2009, the recession Uh, You know, again, we were a very lean, moving quickly, female only machine of really talented, passionate individuals just trying to figure things out. But when Kendra uh, brought the idea to start um, to start our retail 
aspect of the business, um, everything shifted. And we went from going fast to hyperspeed. So we opened up our first store in 2010 in Austin. And I'll tell you, it was like, that was when, in all honesty, I had to figure out how to do and build a team going so quickly because I couldn't do it all. I mean, I was running the, in fact, I ran the e-com business until we hit $3 million in lifetime sales. Now we didn't even have a re, uh, an e-com business until early 2010. So we were launching e-com, we were in the land of opening up a store and there was so much to do and create. Um, there was everything from environmental signage and even our customer care philosophy, our wow customer service philosophy, um, how do we wanted to show up in the world, how we wanted to create opportunities for our customers to come and hang out and have fun and play around with us. So it's not just me doing all of the marketing, which I was doing, and delivering an e-com business and doing all of the wonderful things that comes uh, to, in having a retail business. We were also developing our brand and our brand essence and our core values. Right. And so that integration, it was like all happening at the same time, but we knew that we wanted to be a brand that stood for more, utilizing jewelry as a vehicle to connect, but that once we had that opportunity to connect with our customers, we wanted to provide them even more goodness. We wanted to provide them opportunities uh, for they them to use our um, retail locations to to give back to the things that they that mattered to them. So it's we were all doing it at the same time of the need. It was like, oh, it was just so fast. It was all so fast. I went from a one woman show to slowly having um, people to building an agents, in-house agency of up to 12 individuals. I guess we popped up and we're larger now, but that was like this really fast paced, crazy time. So you were really like part of the core that was looking at bigger picture. Like how do we really build this brand? That's, that's incredible. Absolutely. So one of the things for, for Kendra was that she knew what was really important to her family was always really important. Building that brand from these ideas that were really personal to Kendra, like a family first environment was so important. And we were living that, but as you grow, we had to truly identify those are our values. And we all uh, resonated with family first fashion being, being that creative spirit of our brand and giving back philanthropy and through defining our core values early on, family, fashion, and philanthropy, they have become our North Star. And through that, that's how my job has actually you know, developed. My job has developed over the course of time to ensure that we are bringing to life our core values, both internally with our employees and externally with our customers and their communities. So throughout all this, your entire career at Kendra Scott, I mean, you're, like you said, you're balancing doing the marketing and doing the day-to-day -day work and doing the graphic design with that bigger picture of how do we incorporate those values into the brand overall. So where is that balance? How do you balance kind of the, the bigger picture, forward thinking, 
you know, way into the future thoughts about incorporating those values with that day-to-day kind of grind, especially when you're maybe by yourself or you've just hired like one or two people, where is that balance? When you live and breathe your core values, which is what we do here, it's not a separation or a balance. It's an integration. So for us as an experiential, very experiential brand, we love to create moments, moments of, of delight, surprise and delight, as we like to call that for our customers, but bring to life that family mentality, family first, connecting authentically with one another, developing relationships over time. I mean, when you are in the land of like the hustle and the grind, um, your people that you work with are your closest in, in, in your environment. And it became vital for us to lean on one another, to support one another, to encourage one another, to celebrate one another, to cry with one another. And so it just, it became, these core values became who we are and how we approach the world. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask you about about how you build teams. You said that you really started to build your team when you first opened the store in 2010. So what are some of the things that you look for in the employees that you're hiring? Something that is also just philosophically like who we are is is entrepreneurial. We are embody an entrepreneurial mindset within these walls. It's a part of our, if you will, operating principles. With that entrepreneurial mindset, it's about integrity, doing what we say we're going to do. It is about making sure that we're taking care of our customers and one another, making sure too that that spirit of ownership is alive within all of us, right? Whether it be this smaller decision makings that ladder up to the larger strategic plan or those larger strategic plans that we all sign up for, hold hands and say, we're going after this. We do it together. One of the most important things when hiring, especially in a family first and authentically family first environment is collaboration. Collaboration is key. But one of the things that I've noticed over time is that sometimes Without that entrepreneurial spirit, that taking ownership of what you do, that proactive nature, that accountability that every person can have, that is what also helps the collaboration. And so it's this combination of self-awareness, knowing your strengths, but also leaning into others and their strengths so that you can collaborate together, because that's, of course, where the real magic is. But with that, without, with, with that entrepreneurial spirit at the, at the center of it, that accountability, that individual ownership. Do you still see Kendra Scott as kind of that entrepreneur startup company or, or if not, when did that kind of flip for you from startup to something else? So thank you for asking that question. Um, I want to say, I want to answer your question by saying yes. We're an entrepreneurial-minded, spirited brand, and we have more responsibility than ever before to have integrity, to follow through, to give back, to do and create good in the world. And so we have to manage 
the larger business goals. But really how we do that is we focus on the individual, the employee, and the customer. We start there and know that through, through connecting with authenticity, connecting first, knowing that connection happens and then the transactions will follow, that leading with our hearts, with our teams, ladders up to the success as the, as the brand continues to grow. We're definitely different than we were before. We have, again, longer-term goals with longer-term impact, positive impact in the world. So there's a responsibility. And we are also agile. We, we fail forward. We're constantly creating new opportunities for the team, for individuals, and also the business to have greater impact. And so it's like, you know, it's, it's moving. We continuously move and groove and grow. And through that, the, the entrepreneurial spirit that created the brand remains alive. Yeah. You've, I mean, you've constantly had to innovate and it's been just incredible to watch, but I want to ask about oh, you and, and how you've kind of seen your, your style of change and innovate over the years. What have you really learned about your leadership style, your management style, as you've gone on to grow the marketing team? One of the most important things I think is not even thinking about it in management or even interpreting leadership as influence. I think about what is my influence and how can I have a true positive influence with every conversation, every moment, every decision I make positively add to the collective goodness. I have through my course uh, of, through my tenure, I have had large teams. I've been an independent contributor. I've had small teams. I've had a, a wide variety of different types of teams and numbers of people that reported into me. But one of the most important things that I've noticed over time is that whether I had people reporting into me or not, my influence and thus respect grew over time. And so I treat that with a level of humility and honor, knowing that my words and my thoughts and my actions matter. And so I take great care in taking care of others along the way. That's a great thing to remember. It's, and it must be, you know, you have to practice like continuously having that thought as you're interacting with your employees. So I love that. So here's a, a another leadership question for you because you've been able to work with someone who is so um, passionate about, like you said, family and fashion and philanthropy, and also just taking care of women. You know, she, um, Kendra, like you said, is a female um, owned and operated company. I'm guessing that most of your employees are women. So I'm curious if there's a, a takeaway or a leadership lesson that you've been able to gain from Kendra herself. A leadership lesson that I've taken from Kendra herself. Well, I would say that there's so many ways in which she's influenced me over the years. One of the things though has been to trust in me. Uh, and trust that I can make great decisions and that I can show up uh, and, and lead. Um, I think that that's truly why I've been here as long as I have. She's given me runway 
to, to do what I know is right and what, what I feel is right for the brand and for the culture. With that, I pass that trust on. And how I do that, though, is through really ensuring that I have a high level of integrity and authenticity. I show up and as can't be more real. I show up and I'm real. And that realness allows a safe space for others to show up and be their full self and be real. And I believe as women, it is so important to not have to leave your personal life at the door. In fact, it's not, that's not real. It's not possible. It's like, oh, chop off your leg, leave it at the door and pick it up as you walk out. No, we, we can't do that as women and as humans in general. But I do believe as women with our feeling and emotional bodies right there and present, um, it is a superpower that I encourage our team that is over 90% women to, to in, get really present with our whole self, right? Like, how are you today? What's going on? And that check-in, that connection allows for, if someone asked me that, it would allow for me to, well, really, how's my body? How's, how's my mind? How's my emotional body? What's going on with my spirit today? Because there's so much going on in the world, so much influence and influx and, and shifts and changes that are confusing. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, not to mention, you know, having family if you do, or having just a, a rich personal life with all of its ups and downs. What I encourage and promote and create is a space for people to bring their full self. And through that, trust develops. And with trust, you can do anything as a team when you trust one another. Yeah. Cheryl, that's great. I wonder if there's um, specific ways that you do that in the office, you or, you know, some of your colleagues, like at Kendra Scott, do they have, you know, official check-ins or is it more of a kind of organic as you're speaking with your employees day to day? We have a philosophy for all leaders, it is do your people work first. Connect first before you go through your list of to-dos, before you touch in and check in about your KPIs, before you do anything, check in with one another first. And that simple yet powerful way to approach every human interaction, every conversation, you do that over time and it builds trust. It builds safety. People can let their guard down. They can bring again their full self, which is most of the time brilliant and full of creativity and passion. Sometimes you just need to kind of be like, man, I woke up and today was a harder day. And you know what? Thank you for asking. Let's get to work. But sometimes you need that moment of honesty across the board, because life is, life is challenging. We have all dealt with numerous challenges that have shaken us to our core the past couple of years. So again, we do our people work first, and that is how we lead. And through that, we've, we have things uh, connect with purpose, and we have structure around how to connect with purpose, how to listen, and also see, feel, and provide 
that recognition of value to another. That is a part of our leadership, leading with heart, connecting with purpose, leading with heart, and all of that laddering up to being a successful brand. It's imperative uh, and key to our success. Yeah, I feel like we're at the age where that authentic, vulnerable leadership is really kind of coming to the to the forefront, especially as we get more and more women in those executive positions. So that's great. Um, Cheryl, in our last few minutes, I want to ask you about something else that you do um, in relation to Kendra Scott. I know that you're really passionate about teaching what you do, and you've been a guest lecturer at the Arts Institutes, at the Savannah College of Art and Design, the University of Texas at Austin, which is in your backyard. So I'm curious what your mission is in doing these teachings and, and how do you feel about it? Well, I love college students. They're at this really gorgeous phase in their life. It is a, a, a place where curiosity meets action and they are actively engaging in figuring out themselves and the world and applying ideas and thoughts and, and, and concepts and applying them through their own unique lens. So I gain so much from simply being around that age group uh, simply because I love it. It's, it's so full and rich of curiosity. I also, so I, didn't have mentors growing up. I wouldn't say that I ha have ever necessarily had a mentor or definitely through my college years of studying German language and literature, which is what I have my degree in. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that I could have a career, a creative career and be successful. In my mind with my brilliant yet very rigid parents, the idea of being an artist and being successful, those two concepts did not exist. I did not have that as a possibility in my sphere of sensation. Why they allowed me to go to school and have a German language and literature degree, I don't know, because I wasn't planning on ever being a teacher. But, and that was truly just me following my passion uh, at the time. To be able to be with students that are interested in branding and marketing and entrepreneurship and even accessories design and developing a product from concept to selling it and, and delivering that to a customer is so exciting to me because I have so much that I've learned over the course of, of my tenure that to be able to be an inspiration, to share my knowledge, it's, it's thrilling, honestly, and it's an honor. Right. So since you're around kind of the next generation, hopefully, of retail leaders and, and female retail leaders, something that we're focusing on at Women in Retail, what do you think that um, they should be focused on if they want to advance in their career? What is kind of the next generation of, of you and, and how, you know, you moved up the ranks? What, what does that look like for you? I read a really great quote the other day. I read a great quote by Vishen Lakhiani. It's in his book, The Buddha and the Badass. I highly recommend it. it. In fact, it's not his quote. He's actually quoting someone else, one of his mentors. And the mentor says, your work is nothing more than the ultimate vehicle for your personal growth. And I would say that that is one of the great truths we mentioned earlier, you can't just leave your personal emotional body at the door. You're bringing ultimately your full self 
What I can't wait to encourage is a new generation where you can bring that your full self. There's a safe space to do so. And through that, we become better humans all around. But what I would truly encourage the next generation of female leaders to do is to focus on three things, integrity, generosity, and care. Integrity is everything. Doing what you say you're going to do is everything. Being authentic with yourself and authentic with others is everything. I would encourage all female leaders, wherever they are in their phase of, uh, of their career journey, to stand, take a stand for integrity. From a generosity perspective, find ways to give back along your journey. Now, that doesn't mean you have to go to the shelter down the street and serve that way. Find ways to give back along your journey whether that is in a traditional give back sense, working for an organization, or a simple moment where a moment of kindness, a moment of gratitude, a moment of acknowledgement for what someone has done for you, or just celebrating who they are. Be generous in spirit. Give hugs. I mean, we're back out, out of the pandemic. We can hug again. Give <laughs> hugs. Give hugs and high fives and have that be a part of your spirit that you're known for, for being that loving, generous spirit. And then care. Lastly, I will say care is really, really important. And it's twofold. Make your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being a priority. If you aren't well, you can't create wellness in the world. So you got to take care of yourself first. Put, put that mask on first, <laughs> that, that, that oxygen mask on first and extend that care to the people around you. Whether you are talking to a CEO or a person that is newly out of school who quite potentially could be the future CEO, take the time to do your people work first and make connections that build the relationships that will set you up for success. Make that the priority because really success and fortune, let that be a byproduct of being a really great human. Yeah. Sarah, that is such refreshing advice. Um, and I really appreciate it. And I'm so glad that we were able to have you uh, on our podcast and we are thrilled to watch your career grow. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being, you inviting me. I really appreciate you inviting me. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please go to womeninretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Women in Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review our show. Lastly, if you're a female retail leader interested in joining our community at Women in Retail Leadership Circle, visit womeninretail.com apply. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Women in Retail Talks.